I'm just going to touch on a few on a few topics here so that is relatable to my journey and can be relatable to others. Um, the way the way I see life in general is that we all have a specific story, okay? And this story becomes really a part of us. Just like when we would watch a, a show, a play, or, or a movie, and we sometimes get so involved and we'll, we'll cry along and we'll laugh along and we'll feel all the feelings. You can get a tingling sensation in your entire body just by watching two brothers meet in a show and they're just reuniting and stuff like that. The same thing happens to us when we, in our life, we are the watchers of our show. We are constantly watching a movie of the things that are happening and we are taking little clues and senses and we have our opinions and we have our feelings. No feeling is new. So every feeling that we're having goes back sometimes 20, 30 or even 50 years into what we have felt in the past and we become that story. Um, for me, it was super important to notice what, are, what is my story? What are my patterns? And I started noticing these little things. I started noticing that perhaps, um, for example, I'm working a job because that's where my limiting belief ends. Like I believe that I can only be successful if I work a job, but if I open a business, I won't be successful. So I started changing that. Or even, for example, in my relationships, because I'm single, but but I've been through a couple of, of relationships and trying to to date out there, but I was attracting only what I felt can fit into the story, can fit into the into my show, and so I was attracting the wrong thing for me. So the moment that I was able to zoom out and say, "Why is hap what's happening? Why is it happening?" Um, and then what can I do to change it? For example, um, the things that I that I eat, the habits that I have, and of course the beliefs that I hold in my mind. The moment that changed, everything else in my life changed. So now it's it's not it's not me uh, doing all these things um, unconsciously. It's becoming super aware and conscious of what is happening. Now, of course, it's extremely difficult to do that. It's easier said than done because because it's it's so hard to feel why should we feel if we can just run away which is what the entire world is doing now as a whole right we're we're constantly distracting ourselves with with different things uh uh, uh like for number one is, is 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 with phones and devices and and technology and then there's other kinds of things like like smoking or 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 different places where people run away it's so hard to sit with ourselves I challenge any person to sit in a chair during the week, not Shabbos, and just sit with themselves for 30 minutes. Most people cannot do that. So the moment we are more in touch with reality and we choose to really feel and think and get in touch with what we are, what we want, how we're acting, that's the moment where you truly break free. And that's what I was, that's Baruch Hashem successfully what I did with business, noticing that it's just a pattern in my, in my thinking. And the moment that I change that pattern, I say, oh, I can be successful or I can have happy clients and I can have a lot of employees and I can manage the stress of that and I can still stay present and aware and conscious and I can still enjoy life or I can share my life with others, but still feel humble and still want to be 
uh, intimate with one individual person, even though I'm sharing my life with tens of thousands, that's the moment that, that, that everything just becomes really how I wanted to live, even though it's on mass scale and success is not something that, that scares me. It's just the opposite. It's something that, that I embrace, that, it, that is me. Yes, I, I want to help millions of people. Yes, I want to make millions of dollars. Yes, I want to be super conscious and, and feel myself, feel the feelings, whether it's, the, whether it's sometimes the, the stress or, or even anger or, or sometimes even a, a little bit of, of, of judgment and awareness. All of those feelings, yeah, bring it on because I'm ready for it. And, and, and those are the things that will help me grow as long as I'm conscious of it and in some way tracking the consciousness, whether it's journaling or being in touch with myself, spending alone time, writing down stuff, um, being real close with, with a few friends that can tell you, you know, you're doing this and that, or I'm noticing this and that, so you're not just in your own head and believing that you're doing the right thing while you're not. I really think that that's, that's, that, that, that's being conscious and consciousness will lead to success for many people. And my journey has been constantly searching for that consciousness. And as long as I'm not living conscious, I am in a lot of pain, which I also like to share. And, but I'm constantly trying to run back to, to consciousness. So I hope that explains a little bit about my journey and where I am right now, but also how I've been able to build up something for myself how I live my life currently and what I want to continue doing and how I want to continue to help people. Thank you so much for sharing. What, I, what I'm hearing is, is that this didn't start, the, the impetus behind this whole thing, it wasn't about sharing your story with the world. It was just, it was what I'm hearing is that it was about a desire within you to figure out how you're more than than just this same thing that keeps repeating over and over again. Like the thought that I'm just this repeat my whole life was not was not gonna work for you. You needed more than that. And you discovered that simply having awareness and seeing the pattern gave you this freedom to break out of it. Yeah. And then once you tasted that you got hooked on it and that's what you're doing all the time now. Yes. And that kind of led, and it sounds to me like that just led with you sharing it with the world because why not? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you said it. You actually brought it out even better than uh, what I've thought because, because yeah, it was a journey. It wasn't, uh, it did, I did not have yet the de destination, but as I was figuring out my life, as I was going and as different aspects started hitting, you know, whether it's friends or relationships or business or, you know, stress or, or any kind of feelings or healing, whatever it was, led me to, to, to forced me to open up. But then that opening feeling is just like, wow. And I asked myself, how was I able to live even with myself six months ago or 12 months ago, you know, when perhaps I felt like I was having the best life ever. Other people thought that I'm having the best life ever, but I'm still questioning Wow, how, how did I do that? How was I able to do that? Because right now where I am now, I'm so conscious 
or I believe that I'm so conscious. And probably in six months from now, I'll be somewhere else. And that's another thing that we have to learn to embrace, change. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful uh, thing. We have people say, you know, that guy lost his mind. Well, that's a blessing, not a curse. <laughs> we all should lose our mind and then get a new mind and, and switch. Because it would be a big mistake if we all walk around with a, with a two-year-old mindset and, and uh, uh, you know, make our pants dirty. I mean, so keep in mind, you, we keep on developing, right? Just like little kids have a different mentality every single week, they completely change, right? One week the kid is only crawling, the next week he's walking, the next week he's running, and then he's doing a bicycle. As adults, what happened that we're all changing? We turn 19 and that's it, we're a cold stone, like nothing changes. So yes, of course we change and we embrace it. And for the people afraid of change, I heard a good quote, which is, we don't change, we become better. So don't be so afraid of the change, just become better and grow. Um, and that's really what's happening for me. Um, and I did notice my gift of sharing and inspiring others. So that's why I share. In a sense, if it were up to me, I feel like I wouldn't share anything. Like, let me just hide away, let me... Um, but I do believe that it's a, a passion that I have. I do believe that it's a gift, especially in a world today with technology. I believe that it's my mission. For, for as many times as if I can imagine me being on my, uh, on my deadbed and, and, and thinking back about everything that I shared and how it helped people, it really makes me feel good. So that tells me to, to keep on going, keep on doing it, of course, with healthy boundaries, which are very necessary. But sharing is definitely great. And I, I, I do love the, the, the part of, of exploring and becoming a better version of me. Um, continuously and also sharing the part of the the struggles and the and the stress and the and the anxiety fear whatever is involved you know bring it on yes it all happens to many of us most of us ignore it some of us feel it and don't know what it is so let me be one to share it um, and and that's really my mission yeah that's beautiful one of the things that I hear heard is this uh, I, I'll ask you, this is my sense, is that it's when things start to go bad, when we start to feel like our world is crashing in, that you get almost the, do you get almost at this point, this sense that of excitement that like, I'm ready for the upgrade, I'm ready for the next upgrade? Yeah, well, definitely. That's a great question. Uh, yeah. Totally. I mean, it, it, it's sometimes difficult to see it because, you know, the, it's, it's, it, the challenges can become bigger and, and, and greater. So it's not like the challenges that I'm facing right now is entirely different than what I faced a year ago. And the challenges that I faced a year ago was entirely different than what I faced the year before or five years before, 10 years before. So people have to also learn this, that they won't be ahead of the game. <laughs> There's no being ahead of the game. So many people ask me, how do I avoid the downs? How do, we, how do, we, how do I not get caught up in, 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 what's, in, in the challenges and stuff like that? There's no way to protect yourself. The only way is, you know, you, you, just, you just say that whatever is going to come, I'm going to be ready. And hope, the, the, the only prayer you can really ask is, Hashem, be with me in this in whatever you're going to send me. Help me just see you, even just for a moment. Help me recognize that it's all from you. And that way I'm not so caught up and centered on the, on the, on the situation. Life can be tough. And I'm going to repeat it. Life 
can be challenging, can be really tough. People have a lot of things they're going through. For some, it's with family. For some, it's with health. For some, it's with money. For some, it's just with their own feelings can be so difficult. For, for, for some, it's just feeling lost in life, no purpose. And nobody there's nobody to talk to and they don't trust anyone. There's a lot of uh, a darkness out there. And I'm saying it because I've, I've felt it. And I'm saying it because I've spoken to hundreds of people that are experiencing these things. So, so again, I'm going to try to create a theme over here in this interview. Let, di, create conscious awareness, okay? Embrace change because that's beautiful. And, 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 and notice, notice these things and notice, notice what is happening to you. And, and the best hook for that is to, to run to Hashem and say, whoa, I'm, I feel so confused. Just help me see you. Okay, so this is the situation, but help me see you. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. What, I mean, what I'm hearing and what you're saying is that the challenges will never go away. In fact, the more you grow, the bigger that they're going to get. Yes. They're not going to get smaller. They're going to get bigger. But you're skill and ability for finding God and finding his presence and finding that ability to be conscious and aware, no matter how big the challenge is. And then with that awareness to be able to break free from it and grow from it will also increase. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess where I think I'd like to go now is what let's get a little bit more into what are the tools that you found were most effective for being able to do that work? Yeah. Um, you mentioned, for example, like, like sitting for a half hour doing nothing in the middle of the week. Yeah. That most people have a hard time doing that. What else? <laughs> um, giving away all the secrets. Um, so oh, I'm sorry. If you don't want it, you don't have to. <laughs> of course. No, let, I, I, again, I would love to share. Um, so, so it's amazing. I'm just trying to think how to answer this. I, I certainly have my, uh, my morning routine, which is, which I, I do every single day. Um, and it consists of, of, uh, 10 different things that I do every single morning. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can remember it right now. Number one is meditation. For me, meditation is sitting usually in nature and just being out there and, and, and enjoying the, the, the moment, watching my own thoughts. What am I thinking this morning? Am I thinking good thoughts, positive thoughts? Am I thinking how I can do this, how I will be successful, how I will find love, how I will make money? Or am I thinking all the opposite thoughts? Am I thinking what a fool I am? Or am I thinking how worried I am or how stressed I am? What are my thoughts? Meditation has nothing to do. You don't have to listen to, to Sadhguru so some uh, uh, Indian guy preach and, and say Om in order to, 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 to meditate, okay? So meditation just means literally sitting with yourself and, and relaxing. Um, another one would be, um, I would also drink water in the morning, extremely important. People wake up, their, their body is usually a, a little bit dehydrated. Uh, water helps, your, helps for, for, for the brain, it helps for our entire body, so I'll, I'll drink water. Um, I'll do some uh, uh, breath work. So breath work can either be some days I'll do more intense breath work, five or 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Some days I'll do just 
a couple of five or ten breaths, deep breaths in and out. I just feel like it completely changes me. Uh, breath, breath work is just a tremendous thing and people should be conscious and aware of it, of how much they do, when they do, um, with who they do it, but breath work in general is something that we all do naturally. We just breathe and when we have something stressful, we take a deep breath in, right? And then, or sometimes we give a big sigh. So breath work is something we all do, we're just not so conscious about it. So the next time something happens in your life or not, or you're just feeling not so with it, or you have to go somewhere and you're really nervous, sit down, take five or 10 deep breaths in, whatever way you do it. There's, there's a thousand different ways, just do it. Just sit down, take five, 10, 15 sometimes deep breaths and, and in and out. Some people say to hold the breath, don't, whatever it is, just take a few, see what, see what it does for you. You can try it right now as if somebody's listening to this, you can take, take even three breaths in and out will help you. Sometimes if I can't fall asleep, I'll take three breaths, literally three breaths, and it just changes me and I, and I just fall asleep right away. So breath work is extremely uh, important. Um, visualization is critical. I think that visualization is really what, what really gets me out wherever I am, whether it's in the moment, I'll try to visualize something positive or just sitting. Uh, this is how I manifested my company, just sitting every day in the same spot, uh, visualizing my company going exactly as I wanted to go. The employees, the clients, the money, the, 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 the clarity um, and visualization can be for health. Visualization can be uh, um, for, for love, visualization can be for, for, for growth, for, for money, whatever it is, you can attract through visualization. And for those who want the method, it's very simple. You sit with your eyes closed or eyes open. Eyes open in a sense works better because you're just, um, your eyes are open and that's what you're trying to, 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 to attract. And you visualize having exactly what you want, but feeling the feeling of as if it already happened and giving gratitude to it. So thank you Hashem for giving me this month $100,000. How does that feel? Oh my God, wow, it feels really good. I feel really empowered. Every single uh, 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 part of my body now feels different because wow, I have that $100,000. This feels really amazing. What will I do with this $100,000? Okay, so where will I spend it? What will I do really, really, uh, uh, feeling the feeling and, and going in depth uh, of what of what the of what that feels like that's true visualization and if it's a, it's for health and you're just really not feeling well currently then you visualize what it would be like to give gratitude when you do feel really good so this is a practice that I do every single morning and sometimes two three minutes sometimes 10 15 minutes sometimes an hour depending in, in how much time I have, which is another point, um, which I didn't mention, part of my morning routine is not to have any devices for the first two hours that I wake up and just sitting with myself. That, that's mistake number one that people make. They wake up, they look at their phone and now automatically they're in the past. They're in the messages, the news, the whatever it is. I wake up every morning without an alarm clock at the same time. Um, and just, I don't look at my phone. I just do my morning routine. So visualization is number five. Then I also do uh, 10 minutes of reading. And reading is just amazing because I buy a book that I like. Now I'm reading The Power of Letting Go um, or a business book or a personal book, whatever it is. And I want to learn every day. This is exercise for the brain. 
The brain loves to learn. There's an immediate good feeling when you learn something new. So reading is part of my morning routine. Sunlight, super important, the most healthy, the, the, probably the healthiest thing in the world, healthier than any vegetable or mineral or exercise is just sitting in the sun. And if there's no sun, then you can just sit in nature. The sun is always out there. Sometimes we can't see it or feel it, but it's always out there. So sitting in sunlight is amazing. That would be number seven. Number eight is to exercise in the morning. Every morning I take a walk, 10, 15 minutes, or sometimes I'll do some, some yoga. I also think yoga is probably a triggering word for many. For me, it's just basically stretching my body. I do like to follow certain practices, but it's, it's about stretching the body and it's about getting into your body, not into your head, about getting into the body. Um, the next thing I do is I daven every single morning, sometimes in shul, sometimes at home, but I, I do enjoy to daven every single day. So that's number nine. Um, number 10, I think, is maybe taking a good shower, hot shower, cold shower. Both are very beneficial and healthy. Cold shower can give you good, good energy. A hot shower can help you re relax your, your muscles, your body. So after going through this intense, I, I call it my own uh, uh, daily workshop, I feel like there is, there is structure within your day to help you out, stay grounded, to help you understand, hold on, where are my thoughts? Where am my body? What am I doing? What do I want to do? It really sets you up for, for the day. And it, it, helps, it, it helps you avoid the chaos. It helps you avoid the disaster of life. It helps you avoid the busyness because you actually took time for yourself to ask yourself, what do I want to do? How do I want to do it? Of course, I eat a healthy breakfast every morning, which, which consists from, of, of protein, fruits, and vegetables every single morning. So that's another thing. We are literally the foods that we put into our body. I think that most people don't understand that they probably think that Food just goes into the body, goes out of the body, and it has no, no, <laughs> no effect on them. But it does. It very much has an effect on on our body because our body keeps on changing every single day. Things change. In fact, every year we literally have an entire new body from A to Z. Every single body part is 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 uh, rejuvenated or or just renewed completely. So even our skin, for example, is every thirty days an, an entirely new skin. And so you choose if you wanna if you wanna build that from from uh, from uh, from sandwiches and 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 danishes and candy, or if you wanna build that from healthy fruits and vegetables and protein. Um, but a, a collectivism of all these different things that I mentioned really helped me stay grounded, happy, healthy, um, and and present and aware, so that I can know who I am and, and know where I want to go. And when I go, I feel good about myself because I know I'm doing the right thing. That's an incredible morning routine. And that's something that I hear again and again is it a habit of many successful people, which is to keep the phones off in the morning and have dedicated rituals and practices that um, address physiology, address how your body's actually going to feel, address your emotions, address your mind, address your spirituality, you know, learn before you go into the day. Um, because again, yeah, that 
it sounds like what you're saying is that positive structure in the beginning of the day gives you something to sit on, a solid thing to sit on, that when you get into your day and your life starts going hectic and haywire, you have the ability to be like, wait a second, this is not me. This isn't the me that was two hours in the morning before my day started. Let me just like try to hold my head on my shoulders and like be more present in what's happening. Yeah. Whereas if you wake up in the morning and you're just straight on your phone, like you don't even like the day just takes you around and around like a washing machine and you don't, it spits you out at the end yeah. and you don't even know who you are. Anymore. You didn't even give the new day a chance, <laughs> you know, cause you, you just went into yesterday. Yeah. Most people don't wake up to ask themselves what, what exciting thing can happen today? I wake up in the morning, the first thing that I say is obviously Moida'ani, thanking God for believing in me today, for giving me my soul back. And I didn't have to. Thank you. Thank you that I'm here. Wow, I'm breathing, I'm talking, I'm seeing. You know, maybe it's a little blurry in the morning, but I'm back. And then I say, today will be the best day of my life. Today is the best day of my life. And then I start just thanking for everything that I have, you know. Thank you for my health. Thank you to Bani Shlodan for, for, my, for, for my wealth. Thank you for family, for friends, for nature. Just getting right into that mode of, 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 of just wow. Because, because, excuse me, because when we wake up in the morning, there is a tendency by nature, we are kind of sleepy. Um, the stress hormone is up. I think cortisol, it's called, I think is, is really usually higher in the morning. We're just, as human beings, it is a little bit difficult. It's morning. We want to stay in bed. We want to do nothing. We want to, so what's, what's, you got to create that tool to get you out there. And part of my message is, I, I, I feel like I'm in the enjoy life movement because that's been for me, my, my constant role, my goal, my mission is I want to enjoy life and I want to help people enjoy life. You know, most people, one of my mentors, Bob Proctor, said, most people tippy-toe through life hoping to make it safe to death. And I feel bad for people that have that. I really feel bad. Like, why? Why would you do that? Why? Like, you have one life. And, and you don't know how long you're here. You don't know when's your last day. You don't, so why not enjoy life? How long are you going to suffer in, in your marriage? How long are you going to suffer w within your job? How long are you going to suffer with your health? How long are you going to suffer with your feelings and emotions, not knowing what they mean, what they are? Like, wake up, wake up, enjoy life. There is a way. I, we, I understand for some people it's been so difficult, so they just completely contracted, they, they, they froze. Um, and 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 honestly they gave up they just choose to live a life with the bare minimum okay i'll just do what i have to do and just go on and just be on my phone all day i i i could understand that but so many people really deep inside want to want to break free and want to enjoy life and that's my message to people enjoy life that's why i share the food that i eat the routines that i do the 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 energy the the the, the teachings that i have the, the 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 knowledge that i have I want people to be able to enjoy life. And of course, recognizing everybody's story and everybody's pain and everybody's uh, 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 thoughts, feel everything, everything, giving validation to all these things, but also saying, okay, now what's next? Do you want to stay with that? Do you want to, how long do you want to stay with that? Or do you want to 
break free and and grow and 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 just uh, and 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 be prosperous and be abundant and and have everything you want come on come on here's here's a photo of of everything your life can be you could have happiness you could have joy you could have you could have abundance you could have a, a nice family good children a good relationship a good a good marriage a good business a lot of money a nice car a nice house you could have everything you could have everything to believe that 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 God sent you down here that Hashem sent you down here to just to only suffer and struggle that's nonsense this that that's some some teacher or 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 within your upbringing that had a difficult life and maybe gave you that kind of perception or 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 difficult parents that that were sorry for them struggling but that's that doesn't have to be your life it you you could have a lot more you could you could break free you could be successful and one of the biggest lessons that i learned is that yes actually all that pain and all that story that you have because the bigger the story somebody shares with me about how painful their life is right now or was and the stories that they had or the stories that they believe they will have i say wow what is the outcome if they break free from that if they can escape that wow how powerful is it and i say it for myself so I felt this and that and that and that and the other thing, and I had my things that didn't go well. But what did it teach me? What what where did it bring me? I'm sitting right here. You wanting to have this conversation with me? I have a, a successful company with 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 clients. I I have nice clothing because I because I because I make decent money. I have a, a, I I have a, a full life that I probably wouldn't have had if I wouldn't have gone through certain things that I went through. So whatever you're going through, that's literally Hashem giving you fuel for your gift, for your next move, for that, for that uh, surprise, for that positive energy, that love, whatever it's going to be. But you got to be willing to learn. You got to be willing to zoom out and say, okay, I, ca I can see something beyond what I'm thinking and feeling right now. Beautiful. The light comes from the darkness. Yeah. I think you have to go now, right? Uh, if you want, you can go. I said maybe I'll have till five. Okay, so that's yeah. If you want to, if you want to continue. Um. So, yeah, we can continue for sure. So. So we talked about the. Um, you know, how important being conscious and aware is talked about the tools that you use, the morning routine that you use for it. Um, you know, knowing how I might have reacted to hearing this, you know, in past years of my life, feeling in a place where, you know, things were very dark. What do you say to someone who, who listens to this and, and says, but you know, Ellie, you don't understand my story. I don't have anyone to talk to, and like, I don't even think I could try to do. I don't know how I'd even get myself to do all these things. Yeah. Um, I would say two things. I would say number one, I understand you. I can't properly understand you, but I like I hear you. Like I acknowledge what you're saying, and if you want me to say it, I'll I'll say it. Yeah, life 
sucks sometimes. It's really, really difficult and challenging. And if it's so dark, let me give you a hand. I'll be your friend. Here's my number. Call me. How can I help you? What is it that you need? Is it a friend? Is it a mentor? Is it a coach? Is it a therapist? Is it, what do you need? What do you need? Is it a job? Is it money? What do you need? What, what is it that you need? Let me help you. Those are the two things that I tell anybody that messages me or anybody that listens to this. I would say those two things. Yeah, acknowledge. Life hurts. Yeah, nobody's here to, to argue with that. If you look back in our, in our history, in our svurim, I don't think that, that, that Noyach or Avrom Yitzchak Yankov or Yosef Atzadik, I don't think Dovod Melech, I don't think they had it easy. I really don't think they had it easy. Everything they experienced, I don't, I don't think they had it easy. But they, they had this, this, this capability of, of, of seeing stuff. They had this capability of seeing a, a full story. They had, a, 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 they had the ability to see the, the, the full picture. So that's what I would say to anyone going through something right now. Yeah, it's difficult. All right? It's difficult. Very difficult. But, 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 when you're ready... Reach out. Reach out to somebody. It doesn't have to be me. Reach out to, to your own family, friend, parent, son, daughter, um, whoever it is. There's always, everybody always has somebody that can help them, I believe. And for those who don't have, find somebody. Then, then, then it's you. Then it's you. You yourself will help you get to where you need to go. That's, that's sometimes what we have to realize. No, you know, sometimes, no, nobody is coming. Because nobody can care for you as much as you can care for yourself. I think that that's, um, it's so true. It's very, first of all, very generous that you offer that. Um, Thank you. And, you know, and, and I can hear us with, with, with authenticity. And I think sometimes people think, you know, why would this guy who doesn't really know me want to help me? But... You know, I think for someone in that situation to realize that most people in life have been through really hard things and having been through it, want to lend a hand to someone who's going through it and can help them. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very redeeming. And and for these people to realize, you know, if you're listening to this and you're in a really tough place, like one day you have the potential to help someone who's in a place just like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, you know, a lot of times we have a story. This, I think, was where a lot of people get trapped. And I was trapped in this, is that our story is no one's there to help us. Yeah. Nobody can understand me. That's our story. Yeah. You know, because we tried a few times and we trusted someone and they betrayed our trust or weren't, didn't keep our information confidential, whatever it might be where we felt we were hurt. So we're convinced that our, in our story, the story that we have written is nobody will help me. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, The other thing that you said, though, where 
if you really feel like no one's there to help you, maybe it's yourself. You're the one who can really help yourself. I think that that is, it's, it's, it's spot on that there are, there are moments where we are really the only one who's able to take ourselves walk through that door and get over there. I don't know if you could share something more on that, but you know, what are the things that you feel like people can help you with or people can help other people with? And what do you feel like are the things that someone just has to be able to do for themselves and has to know that they can do for themselves? Yeah. Um, great question. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start by saying, I think to me, it, it comes down to one word. And that word is judgment. The reason why so many people don't reach out to others, the reason why so many people don't help others is because we judge. So when I'm helping some, when, 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 when somebody's helping somebody, they have this judgment. Well, he's doing well, he's not doing well. So, so I don't know if I should help him or not, right? Because we judge. Whether it's his lifestyle or his conditions or, or sometimes we know what he's going through or we don't, but now we judge this person. And based on that, we make the decision whether we should reach out to them or help them or not. And the same thing goes the opposite way around. Because sometimes people judge the people or the person that's going through something now has a question whether he should reach out to somebody or not because he or she is afraid how will that person judge me so my message to people is don't judge don't judge others don't judge be there full-heartedly if you do judge, judge favorably. Be nice to, to one another so that others will perhaps feel comfortable reaching out to you and they won't feel judged. They can just feel comfortable saying hello, saying I'm struggling, saying I, I need help. And so to the part of the question that you asked of how do we as a human being get out of something, I think that really we do need the help of others. But that needs that means that we have to take the first step. We have to make that phone call. Hello, I am struggling. I am suffering. I have I need help. There's there is there is um it's it's the most beautiful gift that we can have, you know? Think about Uda Marishan, the first, uh, the first person to ever walk the earth. Think about it. He had everything, right? The entire planet was his. But he was missing one thing. He needed somebody else. He needed company. He needed a spouse. He needed the Isaac Anegdoi. It wasn't easy. He just needed one more person to walk, to walk, um, to walk a long life with him. And that's what we all need. We all need companionship. We all need another person. We all need a, a, a friend that can help us out. And it's, we have to take the first step towards reaching out 
towards reaching out. Um, so let's not judge and let's take steps to reach out to people, both when you're in a good place, reach out to your friends, check in on them. And if you're suffering, struggling or whatever, reach out to a, 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 a person. And the third thing that I want to say is that any kind of action that we do, and this has nothing to do with friends or judgment, this is what we can really literally do, anybody can do it right now. There is take action. When you do a thing, that thing gives you power. Whether it's taking a walk, eating healthy, going out in nature, praying, um, whatever it is that you're going to do. Because that's what most people do. They, when they suffer, they struggle, they don't do anything. And it might work for a while. I've been there. I've also had those days, weeks where I just I don't want to do anything. Okay, but now do something. Get out of the house. Go visit somebody. Go visit a place. Go take a walk. Let somebody visit you. Whatever it is, do something. That thing will give you power. I think this idea of having a space where there isn't judgment is so, so crucial to, to healing, to developing self-awareness, to being open to look at oneself. Um, and, you know, that when you said that, that kind of rang a bell for me that like, you know, that's what, that's what people are probably really looking for. That's what they really need, which is to, to um to find places to find relationships where there isn't judgment yeah yeah and um in a way it's you know the the efforts that we make and the efforts that you're making to put yourself out there in a position where anyone could judge you but that's fine is like, um, you know, it, I think it's really helpful because I think it starts to wear at that fear that people have of being judged and telling people like, you want to have an environment where you're not judged, but if people judge you, let that be their problem. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Very nice. Very nicely said. Um, you're talking about me specifically? Or in you, general yeah, for people? Yeah, and I think that's the message. Yeah, that you, you I, sound, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. yeah, so I want to elaborate on that. You said it very well. Let, if they, they can judge me, but if they judge me, that's their problem. What I want to add is, I'm okay if you judge me. Just judge me right. So, <laughs> so I'm going to be here to tell you that, that yes... I sometimes struggle. I sometimes have pain. By the way, suffering is a choice. No matter what you go through, you can have, you can have the worst life. Suffering is a choice. Pain, pain can sometimes happen. Suffering is a choice. You either suffer or you don't. People have the, the worst kind of lives. They're not suffering. And people have the best life and they're suffering. So remember, suffering is a choice. But I do want to tell people, yes, I can be in pain sometimes. You know, I can have lack of clarity and that hurts me. I can have days where I really don't feel well. I, I don't feel like I fit in. I, I feel scared. I feel anxious. I feel angry. I feel mad. I, I can feel so many different things. But I want you to, to know that. So judge me for that. You want to judge? Judge me for that. Understand. Yeah, judge me correctly. 
judge me for the exact person that I am with my feelings, with my uh, thoughts, with my, with my emotions. Again, judgment isn't a good thing, isn't a bad thing. The word judgment isn't a bad, a bad thing. It's, it's ultimately what helps us go through in life, right? You're, you're uh, about to get married and, or you're about to get engaged and, and you have some judgment to do. So, so um, I think judgment is, it's not a bad word, but it's, it's bad if we bend it into one, one way, one place, and just have our own uh, limiting um, beliefs towards something, especially people. That's, I think that's the number one thing. Don't judge. We judge by a profile, by a photo, by a video, by a quote, by a saying, by a headline. Don't Try not to judge. And, and the issue with judgment is that when we judge others, that means you're judging yourself. And if you're judging others favorably, means that you're judging yourself favorably, right? Like how many times have you seen somebody else do something and sometimes you'll even say to that person, you say, wow, Nebuch, like he must be going through, he must be going through something difficult. But then when you do the same exact thing, you call yourself an idiot. You're like, wow, what an idiot I am, right? So it's, it's very important to learn to judge ourselves favorably and to judge others and one will complement the other. I think that's a really, really, it's a really good point in that when people behave negatively and they judge other people negatively, they're doing it to themselves without realizing it. And, you know, a lot of people walk around feeling very hurt because of what other people did to them. And, and, and what they're not aware of is that these people are just sharing the pain that they have and in the process hurting themselves. Um, you know, a lot of the things that people learn on a journey to try to have a healthier life is that um, some people, um, some people are very negative and some people are parts to be around. And, and we think of ourselves very often as victims of these people but we don't realize that by allowing ourselves to be victims of them and to get hurt by them, that we're, they're hurting themselves in the process. Yeah. And um, it's this like quest for, I think, to tie it back into how it started with you talking about the search for having more consciousness, more awareness, breaking out of one story. It's like the quest for having a positive life is understanding that it's going to be like a loop of positivity between me and the people that I'm going to relate to and recognizing that if something is negative, whether it's people doing negative things to you, whether it's you judging yourself negatively, not believing that other people will be positive to you, it's about trying to break out of that loop and find something positive, find a healthy morning routine, find uh, someone who won't judge you, who you can talk to, getting out, doing something, and just building off of that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, Ellie, thank you so much for coming and being open and vulnerable and sharing us, sharing with me and sharing with anyone who's listening more about your story. And um, I look forward to really enjoy this. 
and I look forward to continuing to learn from you and your story. And I wish you lots of atzlacha in every part of your life. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ari. I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate the questions you asked, the insights that you shared. You're really great at this, and you're great at what you do. I know you're a coach, and you help a lot of people. So thank you for your contribution to the to the to the world. And it's a pleasure to be your friend. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Ali. All right. Recording stopped. So I. I... Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I...